God of Isaac. God of Jacob. God of Isaac. I worship you. I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. I love you so much. I love you so much. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Protect me from today. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. You are the Alpha. You are the Alpha. The Omega. The Omega. The King of Kings. The King of Kings. The Lord of Lords. The Lord of Lords. Wonderful. Wonderful. Counselor. Mighty God. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Everlasting Father. The Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace. Say wonderful Holy Ghost. Wonderful Holy Ghost. I surrender to you. I surrender, I surrender to you. I worship you. I, 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 worship I adore you. I adore you. I love you so much. I love you so much. Say wonderful Holy Ghost. I surrender to you. I open my heart. I open my heart. I open my spirit. I open my spirit. I open my soul. I open my soul. Teach me your word. Teach me. Reveal to me. You are divine revelations. Bless me tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that where two or three come together in my name, Jesus Christ said that there I am in their midst. Also this evening, know that yes, Jesus Christ is here, the Holy Ghost is here, God Almighty is here, angels are here, we are in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that, you know, those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Then, you know, as we're spending our time in prayer, 
You may not be aware, but something was happening to you. You were being renewed. You were being strengthened. You were being refreshed. That's what is happening. Amen. And most of these things, when you are in the presence of God, when you are in the glory of God, they happen automatically. Amen. How we Amen. enter prayer is not how we end prayer. How we start a service Amen. is not how we end the service. Amen. When we finish the service, when we finish that prayer, you are renewed. It's like the car. If the car goes to the petrol station and it was being um, refilled, it does not. When it leaves, once it was refilling, it is better than how it went. That's how it went. It happens in the presence of God. We are here to have a meeting with God tonight. And uh, wow, God does not disappoint. Hallelujah. Amen. And anyway, tonight we're going to have a privilege to, have a, to go and sing unto God. And the Bible says that as the praises goes up, His glory comes down. Then we're going to have a privilege to go and sing unto God. And let us go and sing with the whole of our hearts tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let us prepare ourselves to sing unto
We want to tell you, Father, we worship you. Father, we give you glory. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you praise. We give you all adoration. We want to tell you that you are worthy. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be adored. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy. 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 Mente bajata rabashata rabayato Mente bajata rabasoto robosha We give you glory we give you honor We give you praise and all adoration And we want to tell you thank you for what you have done. And thank you for what you will do, Master. We worship you. We adore you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Then also tonight we'll be going straight to the word of God and the word of testimony tonight. Let us go straight to the word of God and the word of testimony tonight. Amen. Our testimony is as follows. Pain disappears after prayer. There is a lady who is always in and out of hospital because of the sore on her leg which was not healing. She was using a wheelchair. She could not sleep because of the pain. Pastor Robert prayed for her at the hospital where he was having a miracle service praying for the sick. The pain on the soul was instantly healed after prayer. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our announcements are as follows. Every morning at 7 a.m. we have our morning prayer which is followed by our midday service at 5 to 12, then we have our evening service, which starts at half past 6 every night. Our midnight prayer uh, starts at half at 5 to 12 every night, and we also have our weekly plan fasting, which is on uh, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. The details of the fasting are shared on our different WhatsApp groups. Amen. Amen. And... Uh, for those who want to and those who want to partake in the blessings of the Lord through uh, tithes and offerings, the banking details are shared on our platforms on Messenger as well as on our different Facebook platforms, uh, as well as on our different WhatsApp groups. Amen. Amen. Tonight we will get the word of God from the book of Matthew chapter 16 verse 25 
in order for anyone to save their life, they must surrender their life to Jesus Christ. That's number one. It's every journey and is a point where every one of us and every Christian start to walk with the Lord. When do we start to walk with the Lord? Some people don't understand what salvation is. When you talk about salvation, when somebody accepts Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior, it is a process where you surrender your life and you give your life to Jesus. You give your life to Jesus. When you are saying that you are accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, you are literally giving Him your life and you are taking His life. It's exchange of life. Salvation is exchange of life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It is not only exchange of life, it's exchange of position. It's exchange of life and it's exchange of position. When somebody accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, I want you to get this. The life of Jesus Christ, you know, it, uh, you know, it, it was uh, separated in different segments. For example, you know, when Jesus Christ was born, when Jesus Christ began to grow up, when Jesus Christ lived, when Jesus Christ was baptized in water, when Jesus Christ, after when he was baptized in water, after when he was filled with the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Ghost came in a special way in Jordan, when he was uh, baptized, part of his life... Amen was to demonstrate that those who are filled of the Holy Ghost, those who are born again, what can they do? He was trying to demonstrate the ability of the new creation. What can an, a new creation do? How, what can a somebody filled of the Holy Ghost filled of the Spirit of God, born of the Spirit, what can they do? What are the possibilities of the supernatural they can tap into and they can do? Supernatural, from what he have demonstrated after when he was baptized of the Holy Ghost, when he was baptized of the Holy Ghost, in a special way, even though he was a child of the Holy Ghost, when the Holy Ghost comes to him, he was trying to demonstrate what is the ability of the new creation. What is the ability of a recreated spirit? What is the ability of a recreation, recreated spirit? He was trying not to show that uh, special people, some of the people can do this. He was trying to show what every Christian can do, filled of the Holy Ghost. Then he began to demonstrate it alive. He began to demonstrate it alive. He began to walk on top of water. He opened the blind eyes. He opened the deaf ear. He opened the blind. And he showed the, that a new creation have got a superior authority beyond nature. That the new creation is not subjected to nature. It's superior to nature. Is superior. 
part of the life of Jesus Christ after baptism and going forward was to demonstrate what can a new creation do? On which extent of supernatural can the child of God born again, full, washed by the blood, filled of the Holy Ghost, what can they do? That's what he was trying to do. And he did it to demonstrate. He did it to lay down the standard. Laying the standard, giving the mighty, wonderful word of God, which today we are enjoying as the word of God. Then after that, that was the passion of the, of the life of Jesus Christ, that portion. But that was not the end. There was also a portion of the life of Lord Jesus Christ, which he represented us. That kind of the life of Jesus Christ as a child of God, you will never tap into. You will some of these things that you are talking about now. I'm about to describe it now. You as a child of God, you must never experience them. It was only Jesus Christ experiencing them for us. He was experiencing them. He was doing them. He was achieving them for me and for you. That portion. No child of God have to go through that. For example, when you talk about what he has been through, it's why, like when you talk about when he suffered, when he suffered, when he was being beaten, when the Bible said so that one day the verses like the book of Isaiah could be fulfilled where the Bible said that by his stripes you were healed. When he was being stricken, he was, the Bible said that it was our suffering in him, our suffering on him, that portion of the child of the living God, of, of Jesus Christ, none of us must experience it. So that me and you must never be sick, as the Bible said that by his stripes we were healed. That means that person, when he was suffering like that, when he was being beaten like that, it is so that me and you must not be stricken by sickness like that. As the Bible says that by his stripes you were healed, that means your cancer was on his back. Your COVID was in his back. Your HIV was on his back. When they were beating him, they were, hey, it was so that today we can, the scripture can be fulfilled that by his stripes you were healed. That sicknesses may never be a problem in your life because why? He has paid it all when he suffered. Second portion of it, another thing that this a child of God must never go through. It is one, he died on the cross. Why was he dying on the cross? He was dying for my sins. He was dying for your sins. He was dying for our sins. So that anybody who accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior shall not die for their sins. For not die. Hey, we, we are not supposed to die for our sins. When he was on the cross, he was representing everyone who will believe upon him. Everyone who will accept him as their Lord and their Savior, so that their sins can be that day were on him when in the cross. So that child of God, you must not suffer for your sins. 
for sins and for our sins. He was suffering on the cross. Not for himself, for our sins. So that today, when you claim and you say that, Lord Jesus Christ, wash me with your blood, forgive me all of my sins, that wonderful and precious and powerful blood can come and wash away all of your sins so that God can forgive and forget throughout the power of the blood. That means he suffered on the cross so that I may not suffer, so that we may not suffer. That portion was for us. Not only that, the Bible said that when Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary, the Bible said that he said that, oh my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Which means what? Eloi, Eloi, lama sabatani. That means the Bible said that as he was carrying the sins of this world, of the, of the whole world. Amen. When, Amen. when Papa God looked at him from heaven, and he see him carrying the sins of the whole world, Papa Amen. God could not, be, could not be connected with sin that moment because he was carrying the sins of the whole world. For the first time, he was separated with the Lord. For the first time, Papa God looked aside. When he looked aside, that was so that me and you today, me and you today, they, so that there could be nothing that could separate us from his presence. So that there must be nothing that can separate us from the presence of God. That's what the Bible Amen. said that God said that I will never leave you nor forsake thee because there was a day. That, the, that Papa God, the creator of heaven and earth, was separated from Jesus Christ because of sin. So that me and you, we may never be separated from Jesus Christ. Then, means, then he was, Jesus Christ was separated from the Father for the first time. The Father who had been with Jesus Christ since before he was born. When he was born, the father who have always loved Jesus Christ for the first time when he was in the cross because of yours and my sin, he said that, oh, why have you forsaken me? The Bible said he cried out. As he cried out, the Bible said that he let the Holy Ghost go. When he have let the Holy Ghost go, the body and the spirit of Jesus Christ separated and the body died. When the body died because he was carrying the sins of the whole world, of those who believe on him and those who will ever believe in, believe in him, including you and me. Because it was said that a sinner must die. As a sinner must die, every sinner must be held captive and must be taken to hell. Also, uh -huh. Jesus Christ, that day, he was arrested carrying our sins, and he was taken to hell. As he went to hell, that was the place where Jesus Christ arrived at hell, and he beat the devil, and he beat the demons, and he beat the devil, and he beat the demons. And once he had beat the demons and the devil, he took all the power from the devil. Oh, parabason chalabahakida, hey. Hey, that's what the Bible says that in the book of Matthew chapter 28, 
verse number 18. The Bible said that then Jesus came and said, this was after his death and his resurrection, all authority in heaven and on earth have been given to me. Because the one who had power was the devil. He went there and beat him and took the power. And he surrendered the power. That's why the Bible says that in the book of Revelation chapter 1. Can you just pass through there? Revelation chapter 1. Hallelujah. Say fire. I love the word of God. I'm enjoying the word of God. Verse number 18, the Bible says, 17, let's start from verse number 17. The Bible says that, Revelation chapter 1, verse number 17. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. This is John testifying what happened when he saw Jesus Christ. When he having a revelation of Jesus Christ in heaven. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. Verse number 18, I am the living one. I was dead. Now, look, I am alive forever and ever. I hold the keys of death and hell. He said that I have, I hold the keys of death and hate. Let's mention this one. Because when he went to heaven, he beat the devil. The devil had the keys of, the, of death and hell. And he took those keys. He took the key from the devil when he went to there where he beat him. Hey. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. He came, he, he came back with the keys of hell. He came back, hey, full of power. So that but when he went to hell, he was representing all Christians. He was representing all who will ever believe upon him. So that this portion, the children of God must never go to hell and will never go to hell anymore. Then you got this. When he was, he suffered, he was suffering for me. When he was on the cross, he was suffering for us on the cross. When he went to hell, he was going to hell for us. So that no one who believe on Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior may never go to hell. That's why Jesus Christ said in the book of John 14 verse number 6. The Bible said that Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. He's the way. Then once you have believed upon him as your Lord and your Savior. You know, you will never, you, you are not supposed to suffer sicknesses because he have, when he was being stricken, when he was being beaten, he was being stricken for you and for me. And you don't have to die for your sins on the cross anymore. You don't have to die on the cross for your sins anymore. Because a sinner in the Old Testament was supposed to die. But not in the New Testament when you are believing Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. He died for you. That portion of the life of Jesus was for us. When he went to hell, he was going to hell for you and for me. 
Haleluya. Some people may wonder why we love Jesus Christ so much. We love him because he has done what no man can do. What he has done for us. Imagine suffering for you and for me that I may not suffer anymore of any sickness. Paying it all for the all sicknesses. Imagine. Imagine dying for me. Let me tell you about the portion of dying for you. Dying for me. Dying for us. It's like, hey... When you have qualified that you are supposed to die for your sins, that moment when they say this one because of his sin is supposed to die, and he come and said, "Don't kill him, kill. Let let me die on his place." That's what he did. He died on my place, as the Bible says that in the book of. Um, Romans chapter 3, verse number 23. The Bible says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All. None of us were righteous. All of us were supposed to die and go to hell. But he came and said that they must not die. Instead, he must die. Dying for what? For our sins. He became our substitute. Hey, that's why I love Jesus. Imagine, if somebody can die for you, can die in your place, when the gun has been planted on you, which it will never happen, and when that gun shoots, and that person came and said, that bullet must hit him, and he died your death. That's what Jesus Christ has done. He has died my death. When the Bible said that he be, the Bible said that by his stripes you were healed, that means he has been sick my sickness. The sickness which was directed to me, which I was supposed to be sick, my COVID was on him. My cancer was on him. Hey, my HIV was on him. That's why when the devil will try today and act as if he's trying to send a COVID, he's trying to send cancer, he's trying to send whatever, you want to say, the devil, you are a liar. The Bible said that Jesus said, you have been a liar from the beginning. I can't be sick. I refuse to be sick. Hey. Hallelujah. And that's why the Bible says that resist the devil and the devil will flee from you. Sometimes, it doesn't, it doesn't mean sometimes you're not going to have a certain symptom of certain sickness. He might bring certain symptom of certain sickness. But just to find out, do you know what Jesus Christ have died for you, have done for you? Do you know that he has paid it for you? You know, if you don't know what you have done, you, you may still be sick when you're not supposed to be sick. You may still be sick when you're not supposed to be sick. But the problem is what? You don't know. That's what the Bible said. That you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. You shall know the word of God and the word of God shall do what? Shall, shall set you free. And the Bible said, my people perish. Why? Because of lack of knowledge. Then there are certain Christians who are suffering when they're not supposed to suffer. Not knowing that Jesus Christ have died in my place, have paid it all. Do you know that Jesus Christ also he has become poor so that you may become rich? That's what the Bible says. That. He has become poor so that you may become rich. But if you don't know it, you may even suffer and suffer and suffer and die suffering when he has paid it all. The problem is that the problem is not that it's not paid. It's not that it's not paid. The 
problem is that if you don't know that what Jesus Christ has done and what Jesus Christ has paid, you may still suffer like you have not paid because you don't know. It's the same thing. Let's say you had a father. This father was very rich. When you have got a father who was very rich, when this father who was very rich, and he died, and when he had died, he wrote a will for you. And said that in that will he wrote, I have left a house for you in London. I have re- left for you a car, which is, in, which is in Deben. I have left for you this, which is where, where, where. If you don't read the will, you may still live like a poor person. Not that your father did not leave you an inheritance. You have, he has left you already the inheritance. It's just that you don't know. Then I'm trying to say, child of God, there are many people who are suffering the suffering that they are not supposed to suffer. Because Jesus Christ has paid it all. Jesus Christ has paid it all. Like I'm telling you that even his, his being just being beaten, it meant something in your life. Even him, the blood of Jesus, just to shed, it means something in your life. Even him, just being on the cross, it means something in your life. Even those three days, three days when he went to the kingdom of the dead and went and beat the devil, it means something in your life. Child of God, the devil does not supposed to be the problem. Our master has beat him already. And that's why we say that all these things Jesus Christ was doing it for a purpose. He was doing that's why the Bible said that for whoever wants to save their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for me will find it. Why? It's an exchange of life. He takes, oh, let me tell you this. The Bible, you know, I've heard this, you know, I've heard this story. When I heard this story, the Bible, to- uh, this story, this man of God had a vision. When he had a vision, he saw Jesus Christ. When he saw Jesus, Jesus said that uh, when he appeared, that man, uh, that, that man asked, what can I give to you? What can I do for you? He asked Jesus. Jesus said, no, only thing that I'm asking from you is your sin. Give me your sins. Give me your sin. Give me your suffering. Give me your pain. That's what he wants. That's what he wants. That's what he wants from you. So he doesn't want you to be sick. He doesn't want life to be hard for you. He doesn't want you to be oppressed. He came so that you may be free, but you must know the word of God. Once, you know, one, one of the greatest deliverance is not coming from deliverance prayer. That is a part of it. But one of the greatest deliverance is coming from the word. Once you know what Christ has done for you and you stand on it, when the devil tries, you go, the devil, you are a liar. This is what the word of God says. This is what Jesus Christ has said. And when the Bible says, resist the devil and the devil will do what? He will flee from you. Can we go to the book of James chapter 4? Hallelujah. James chapter 4 verse number 7 the Bible says that submit yourself to then to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you resist sometimes he's giving you the symptoms of sickness he wants you to begin to cry hey, hey you are sick no I'm not the type to be sick you are a liar 
He has paid for me on the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. Sometimes he, the devil wants to fake it so that you may go like the finances are not, are not meeting. The fa- you go like, no, I'm not the type. Why am I not the type? Oh, because the Bible said that Jesus Christ has become poor so that I may become rich. Then I am rich. I, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. When you say that, let me tell you, when you say you are rich, it is based on what Jesus Christ has done. It it has nothing to do with what you see in your pocket. It has nothing to do with what you see in your bank account. It is what you have done already. What you have done already, it is there in the spirit. You have to agree with him and you believe it until it manifests in your pocket. Until it's manifest in your bank account, until it's manifest in your life. But first of all, you agree with him. Hey, by faith, when you agree with him by faith, you refuse to be disturbed by what you see. That's why the Bible says that in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 7. The Bible says, we live by faith, not by sight. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. We live by faith, not by what? Not by sight. If what you see does not conform to the word of God, does not conform with what Jesus Christ has said, reject it. Reject it. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Reject it. They rather call you crazy. They will, they will say, really? Yes. Live by faith, not by sight, child of God. Sooner or later, what you believe will manifest. Hey, what you believe is what's going to begin to take place by your faith. If what you see, it is not what is conforming to the word of God. Don't take it. Resist the devil. And the devil will flee. That situation will change. That sickness will change. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Can you say I'm blessed? Say I am healed. I am healed. I will never be sick in my life. I will never, I will not die before my time. I will never be poor in my life. Say the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want. Say no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Begin to pray wherever you are. Begin to pray. Begin to pray thanking him because what you have done as you believe it is manifesting in your life. There are certain things that you have done for you that you must never experience. Begin to pray. Pray, child of God. Pray. Anything that you want him to change as you're praying, you can pray. You can see it. 
We thank you, Master, for what you have done. You have done great things. You have done wonderful things in our life. We want to tell you thank you, Master, for what you have done, for what you will do. Urakita pasanta laba, ekretos krabanda basota rabanda, parabasotora bayika laba yede, arimata laba yeketeba, mandala basota rabanika tobo yade. Yes, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Say Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, fire, 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 I command them to the abyss. Say anything which is not of God. In my life, in my in my family, in my career, in our countries, in my anything, catch fire now, catch fire now. Catch fire now. I command them. Come out. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ. Say in my family, let there be light. In my career, let there be light. In our countries, let there be light. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say everything, every situation, I command. Let them turn around for my good. Let them turn around for my good. In the name of Jesus Christ. So let there be progress. Progress. Progress in my life, in my career, in our country, in every sector of my life, in the name of Jesus. So let there be miracle jobs. 
Miracle Chops Miracle Chops In the name of Jesus Christ Wow Congratulations If you were doing that prayer Things are already happening in your family. Things are happening already in your country. Things are happening in your company where you are working. Even if it's your time. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Whatever we bind here on earth is bent where? In heaven. If Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Anyway, tonight, there may be somebody who want to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Wherever you are, let us say this prayer. It's, it's not only for somebody who wants to receive Jesus. Even us, we are renewing our vows. We are applying the blood. You know, applying the blood is very, very much important. Isn't that we bath every day? We bath every day. Every day, you have to go to the shower, you bath. You have to go to the bath, you bath. So that because you get dirty, it's the same thing in the spirit. Applying the blood is very, very much important. That I told you it was a secret of Job. Now it has become our secret. Wherever you are, let us say this prayer together. Let us say these words together. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless me today. Protect me from today. Protect me from today. With your power. With your power. Of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. If there was somebody praying that prayer for the first time, know that yes, you are born again. Yes, you are saved. Yes, you are a child of the living God. And what you can help yourself with is this one. When you wake up, pray in the name of Jesus. Before you eat your food, pray in the name of Jesus. When you want God Almighty to answer you on your prayer, pray in the name of Jesus. And follow this profile. That whenever we go live, you can have a notification. And you become our prayer partner, the Word of God partner. And we walk together as we walk with Jesus Christ. And lastly, I want to just retell, remind us that today is day number two of 21 days and of prayer and fasting. And as is day number two of prayer and fasting, uh, I want to just remind you that every time we are, we are fasting, it is intensifying. The glory of God is intensifying. Day number one Amen. and day number two is not the same. Day number three is not the more you, The glory is going to be too much. You will hear, you will feel it. It's, going to be too, it's about to intensify. And many Amen. things in this season, they will happen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then I want to remind us, yes, let us pray and fast in this season and we are planting a seed. Oh, you are planting a seed and I can assure you after this season, you will be having a lot of harvest. Lord of Amen. harvest in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And um, 
I remind I just want to remind us also tomorrow we're not going to have an intense prayer an intense prayer we're going to have it on Saturday night we're going to be praying like we've never prayed before for 2 hours let us get ready to pray uh, like that for that 2 hours in prayer and fasting again uh, it's going to be powerful things are, are going to shift and write prayer prayer request have 20, you can even have 21 prayer requests write them 21 of them plant a seed for all of them and god is not hey god is not a child hey, he does not wear a shorty we are worshiping a miracle working god god who answers prayer i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying Anyway, let us share the grace tonight. Say, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Be with us all. Surely goodness and love. Shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want to say to you tonight, have a blessed and a wonderful night in Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody have a blessed morning, day, and afternoon, and night. Amen. Bye-bye.